Did you know that according to English scientist and professor of neuroscience and psychology, Matthew Walker, the author of Why We Sleep, The New Science of Sleep and Dreams, that current research shows that there appears to be a causal effect between sleep and our risk for Alzheimer's disease. For this week's Brain Fact Friday and Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning Podcast, episode 223, we're going to take some of the most noticeable lessons learned from our recent podcast with Dr. John Denbauer on This is Dementia, Disrupting the Decline, and see what we can learn from Matthew Walker's most current research. This way, we can take a proactive approach to our sleep, optimizing our potential for learning, memory, and retention, and see what we can learn about this devastating disease that affects 6.5 million Americans and is expected to double by 2050. This topic goes hand-in-hand with our theme of Season 8 of our podcast, where our focus is on brain health and learning, with a look at how an understanding of our brain can improve learning in ourselves as adults, teachers, or workers, as well as our future generation of learners. So what is Alzheimer's and what is dementia? On our interview with Dr. Denbauer, who spent most of his career working with patients on disrupting dementia, we began our interview defining each of these terms since many of us aren't sure exactly what they are. And if we don't know what they are, how can we be sure we're being proactive with preventing them? Dementia is a general term for decline in mental ability, severe enough to interfere with daily life. And there's not just one form of dementia. There's Alzheimer's, vascular dementia, Lewy body dementia, frontotemporal dementia, and mixed dementia. Alzheimer's is a degenerative brain disease that leads to dementia symptoms and gradually worsens over time. We opened up our interview with Dr. Denbauer with a quote from Dr. Babak Nayeri. He's a clinical associate professor from the University of Arizona who said, Dementia is not an aging disease. However, it's the most common disease of the aging population. And this came from the Netflix documentary, This is Dementia. Though the greatest known risk factor for Alzheimer's is increasing age, The disease is not a normal part of aging. One of America's leading psychiatrists and brain health experts, Dr. Daniel Amen, who we've spoken often about on this podcast, believes that Alzheimer's, that damages the hippocampus or memory center of our brain and is responsible for the disease memory impairment, is a lifestyle disease similar to heart disease and type 2 diabetes and that our everyday habits continue to our everyday risk. Dr. Amen lists 11 risk factors that increase our probability for Alzheimer's with the acronym Bright Minds, and SLEEP is the S in this acronym. You can read the rest of the risk factors in the show notes, but just to review them quickly if you're curious, B in Bright Minds is for blood flow problems, R is for retirement and aging, I is for inflammation, G is for genetics, H is for head trauma, T is for toxins, M is for mental health problems, 
I is for immune system problems, M is for neurohormone problems, D is for diabetes that Dr. Amen says seriously impacts brain health and memory, and S is for sleep that we'll dive deeper into today. Which leads us to this week's Brain Fact Friday. Did you know that according to English scientist and professor of neuroscience and psychology, Matthew Walker, that current research shows that there appears to be a causal effect between sleep and our risk for Alzheimer's disease? I recently watched Matthew Walker's The Science of Better Sleep Masterclass, and he explained that a recent study took a person who was sleep-deprived of non-REM sleep for just one night, and the next day, they saw an immediate increase in their blood of that toxic protein, beta amyloid, which shows that there appears to be a causal effect between sleep and our risk for Alzheimer's disease. So what should we know about these two proteins, beta amyloid and tau? These two proteins are not the only factors in Alzheimer's, but since we now know from Matthew Walker that lack of sleep causes amyloids to increase in our blood, I think it's important to understand what this could do to our brain over time. To see a full presentation of how Alzheimer's affects the brain, I'll put a link to a page that you can review in the show notes. In this article, you'll see a very clear video and learn how these two proteins, beta amyloid and tau, become toxic in the brain. You'll see how the abnormal tau protein accumulate and eventually form tangles inside neurons, and beta amyloid clumps into plaques, which slowly build up between neurons. This is how Alzheimer's begins to change the brain, and along with other changes in inflammation, neurons begin to die, causing the brain to shrink, beginning in the hippocampus, our memory center, which is important for us to all know with learning. To conclude this week's Brain Fact Friday, where we looked at Matthew Walker's research that shows a causal effect between sleep and our risk for Alzheimer's disease, I think a good action step for all of us would be to take a serious look at our sleep to be sure we're getting more than six hours each night, or at least to understand what happens when we do go below six hours of sleep a night. I'm sure this will lead you to wonder just how much sleep should we be getting each night. Matthew Walker did cover the importance of sleep with elite athletes, saying sleep may be the greatest legal performance-enhancing drug that too few athletes are abusing enough in this modern day and age, and that elite athletes like LeBron James gets 11 hours of sleep each night, a long sleep with one to two naps in the day, and tennis player Roger Federer gets between 10 to 12 hours of sleep a day. And I'm sure if you ask a sports star with a proven track record how much sleep they get each night, they'll talk of the importance of prioritizing sleep. If you're not an elite athlete looking to improve performance, Walker recommends seven to nine hours of sleep each night. There's more we can do, but we'll cover that on other episodes. Until then, I hope this episode shocked you enough, like it did me, to work as hard as I can to make sure I'm striving to improve my sleep each night, since we do know this will affect our future health as a strong Alzheimer's prevention strategy. I hope everyone sleeps well this weekend, 
as we prepare for our much-awaited interview with sleep and dream expert, Dr. Bilal Jalan from Harvard. See you next time. If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com. 